Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And I am Michael Clark, sitting in with uh, co-host, guest co-host for the week, Jimmy Armstrong, and uh, time to uh, just ahead of... uh, Ian St. Clair and taking a look at this Broncos organization moving forward top to bottom. We lift our weekly Argonaut Wine Liquor Toast to Perseverance. Today it's Super Wild Card Weekend. It starts the NFL playoffs. College football playoff title game is on for Monday. It looks like we will make it through this football season. Let's toast those of us who've kept on keeping on. And don't forget, toast yourself uh, and have an Argonaut Wine and Liquor January Kick back after your New Year celebration or kickstart the party because it was so good. Keep it going. It's a one-stop shop for party time at Argonaut Wine and Liquor. They provide the liquid treasure in a safe environment inside the store, but you can shop online. Phone ordering, delivery, curbside, or cash register pickup. Set it all up. This week, 15% off Italian wines. I love that cool, refreshing Prosecco. 15% off another one of my favorites, sake. Try hot sake after you run in the park. It's good for any cold day. Uh, that's a cross-cultural good time right, right there. Hey, if you're looking for a real deal, check out the closeout shelf at the back of Argonaut Wine and Liquor. All kinds of deals there while supplies last. It's Denver's biggest and best-priced liquor store. The largest selection of cold beer in Denver. More than 17,000. Different items, Westward Annual, Reader's Choice is best liquor store. Uh, Argonaut has it, and they deliver 760 East Colfax. And on that note, we uh, welcome in our buddy Ian St. Clair. You can follow him at 
Ian St. Clair. You can read him at Mile High Report or follow him at Mile High Report as well. He is the host of the Mile High Radio podcast at PlayColorado.com. He is the lead writer. Uh, and we'll also tell you that uh, this segment brought to you by Frame to Art. Keep calm and frame on with Brian Hart hockey fans. We'll do our abs preview in NHL next week. Meanwhile, check out Twitter and Facebook, Frame to Art. Hockey season's almost here. They've got a beautiful framing job of the Grand Rapids Griffins hockey jersey with puck photos, a piece of the net, uh, all using acid-free materials and UV glass. Support small business. Support the place where all the Broncos go. You always see Bronco memorabilia in there that's been framed approaching uh, their 30th anniversary this March. Framed to art, 3065 South Broadway. And Ian St. Clair, I had a tough day skiing, and apparently suffered a concussion, skied to the bottom of a hill, told the uh, ski patrol I needed some help, and that's all I remember. I don't remember falling or anything. But I awake, I emerged from my funk in the hospital to open, my, open up my phone and read Mile High Report and see that you and I were kind of on the same page. My feeling, uh, Deshaun Watson's the first answer and the only answer to all of the Broncos' problems. Yeah, if there is any truth to the rumors that Deshaun Watson is unhappy with Cal McNair and the new Texans GM, John Elway and the Broncos, the new general manager, whoever it is, and it looks like it's down to five people for now, that the Broncos have interviewed. They'll have three more interviews uh, today. Um, whoever the new Broncos general manager is, if there is any possibility at all of getting to Sean Watson, you need to explore it, and you need to do whatever it takes to get him because, as you, Michael, and, and Jim know, I feel like the Broncos are the Chiefs when the Broncos had John Elway. And I don't want the Broncos to be the Chiefs where for 17 years they tried to, to match John Elway with Elvis Gerback and Steve Bono. This is the opportunity <laughs> to get one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the National Football League. And if there is any chance to do it, you do it. Fellas, I'm fine with having this conversation as long as we couch it a certain way, and you did, and I'm fine with that, but we need to be realistic. You look at the history of the NFL, how many times has an emerging young quarterback in or approaching the prime of his career been traded? I mean, the last one that comes to mind involves the very same Denver Broncos, a guy named Jay Cutler, which brings me to the main point here. It only happens if the quarterback is a head case. If he's run amok, if he's clashing with people within the organization, we all remember the Cutler-Pat Bolin situation. Pat Bolin said, get him out of here, okay? So I guess if it gets to that point in Houston uh, with Deshaun Watson, I guess it's conceivable, and I'm all with you as far as if it gets to that point, the Broncos should do everything they can to make a deal happen. Will that happen? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of blanks to fill in there, but I'm good with that. Like I say, if it gets to that point, full speed ahead, Broncos. Try to get him. I, I totally agree. I, I think the possibility of this happening is, uh, I, I don't know. I, the odds are going to be incredibly high. Like I, I, I would say it's above what the, the odds makers had for the Broncos winning Super Bowl 32, and I think it would be even a bigger long shot than that. Um it's just if if any of this is true, at least explore it. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. I don't think it will. But 
it, it would be derelict not to at least look into it. Hey, so refresh Ian, my memory for a second, okay? What what did Mike Shanahan give up for RG three? Wasn't it three number ones? As I recall, yeah, I think right. that was the deal for RG three. You're talking about yeah, Heisman winner, but an unproven guy. And look what's happened to his career. He's bounced around. He's lucky to be in the league. You got to give up three number ones for that guy. What do you got to give up for Deshaun Watson? Thirty-three <laughs> number ones. Mount Evans, Lodo, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a hard thing to get done. I'd throw in Casa Bonita if that will sweeten the pod. <laughs> well, I, I think it might work the other way, but uh haven't tried to digest there. But uh, go, <laughs> going another direction, you mentioned the GMs. Obviously, there are a lot of things to fix here. People are worried about the cornerbacks, the right tackle, uh, the quarterback, um, the, the, the coach who uh, wants to be the defensive coordinator and, and pay less attention to being the head coach. Um, who, who is there somebody here that you like uh, in that list of at least five right now, Broncos attention? I, I like champ Kelly. I, I think obviously he's one of the, one of the top candidates. Uh, Mike Kliss said that between the top, the, the two co-favorites are uh, George Payton and then um, uh, Champ Kelly. And I, I, I do like Champ Kelly. He has experience with the Broncos. He helped put uh, that defense of uh, T.J. Ward, Akeed Tlaib, and DeMarcus Ware together uh, in the offseason before the 2015 season. And I, I think my dark horse candidate is Terry Fontenot. And I told this to Adam Malnati on our podcast. When you look at the set, success that the Saints have had, not just – in the draft, but also in free agency. I think you have to at least dive into what kind of role did he play in that? And can he bring that to the Denver Broncos? Because you cannot deny the success that the saints have had. It helps to have drew Brees. Absolutely. It helps to have a head coach that he connects with and Sean Payton, but Mickey Loomis and that front office has done a remarkable job of keeping that roster together. And then, of course, the draft. I think 2017, it seems like every pick from that draft is a starter for the Saints. So I, Terry Fontenot is a guy that I am intrigued by. So uh, we'll see what the Broncos do. Um, but I, I, I really do like Champ Kelly. Well, and we'll see where this goes, fellas. I'm telling you, you talk about mixed messages. The Broncos saying publicly, hey, the guy's going to have autonomy. He's going to be responsible for the bottom line. He's going to run the draft. He's going to be the man. He's going to figure out free agency. Oh, and by the way, he's going to inherit uh, the head coach and can't get rid of the head coach. Um, Really? That's a real mixed message there, guys. And I wonder how it's going to impact the caliber of guy they might be able to get because we've all lived in Denver for a while. We have this vision, this memory this image of the Broncos as an elite NFL franchise, a storied NFL franchise. And they were, as in past tense. This isn't a particularly attractive job. And if you shackle the guy saying, hey, by the way, you can't get rid of Fangio, I'm like, if I'm a candidate, I'm like, "Uh, really? So you're telling me I'm the man, but I can't bring in my own guy as the head coach. That is a real mixed message you're sending out to, to the melting pot of candidates. I, I totally agree with you, Jimmy. <clears throat> I, I think that having that autonomy, and, I, and I'm curious how much 
autonomy they're going to have. It, I mean, Elway and Ellis, <clears throat> excuse me, really have to live up to what they have said publicly. If they really are going to have control of it, they need to have control of it. But as you said, Jim, the, the fact that they're being linked to Vic Fangio already and can't get rid of him, that's not exactly a great start in my book. Well, I, I think they, they can get rid of him after a year but uh, and maybe sooner. Here, here's the key, I think. If you hire the right general manager, he has the personality and hopefully the coaching to understand corporate politics. Once you are the general manager and once everybody else has said they're going to go with your vision and hired you to execute that vision, you have to play corporate politics. You have to, if people aren't listening, threaten to resign, let it be known publicly, and it's an embarrassment to the organization. If they have to go back and say, we already failed with John Elway on this go-round, and now we're handing it back to John, who's spending half his time at the lake, as Kiz says, up in uh, Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> but, you know, you have to be able to seize control, take it, and not let the organization get in your way. You have to say, this is me, I'm executing my plan, and this is where we're going. And, and if they if they don't hire that guy, uh, well, you know, th there, there will be problems. He, he won't be a guy who can survive once Elway's gone either. I, and I think one reason that Champ Kelly is, is intriguing from the things that I said, he has some experience working with Vic Fangio when they were both in Chicago. So that could be one of the things that Champ Kelly is intrigued by, and he won't get, I, I guess, torn turned off by the fact that he won't have complete control over his coach. So that could be one aspect that Champ Kelly comes in and says, all right, I can work with Vic. Let's see how the year goes. So I think that's one reason I think Champ Kelly could be considered the co-favorite and why I think he might be the favorite, but we'll see after today. Hey, Ian, we're uh, out of time on this segment. Uh, we will be following you, listening to the Mile High Report radio podcast with you and uh, Adam Malnati. Uh, especially this week as the general manager search heats up because I think they want to move quickly and need to uh, on this thing. And, of course, uh, tomorrow morning, even though it's not a game day anymore, the Broncos are done. Will we have a whole next column? Absolutely. It'll be up bright and early, 4 o'clock in the morning. All right. Well, we will look forward to talking to you again next week at this time and tracking what's going on with the remaking of the Denver Broncos. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, guys. Hey, Jimmy Armstrong and I will be back next with uh, some Roundup music. It's Ram Roundup. We'll be talking Colorado State with Kelly Lyle of the Coloradan. We already talked about the fact that McBrides are coming back. What about the other names impacting uh, this team with the returning football players given a year of extra NCAA eligibility? And what about this hoops team, the comeback kids? We'll talk about that next. <laughs> 